0: Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of Houndcast. I'm Amanda Manza, your director of alumni and parent engagement. I'm joined by my co-host and assistant director, Justin. How are you today, Justin?
1: Hi everyone, good Amanda, how are you?
0: Good, good. We are so excited to have our special guest with us today, Mary Beth Spurk, our Greyhound Athletic Director and our head women's basketball coach. Mary Beth, thanks for joining us today,
2: how are you? Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, well, it's beautiful day outside, uh, so I'm I'm doing good right right at this moment.
0: <laughs> That's good. Marybeth, can you start by um, you know just kind of giving everybody a little bit of information on your background at Moravian, kind of what all you've done during your time here? I know you you've been a couple different positions, and now with athletic director and all that kind of stuff. So just a little bit of background information.
2: Well, first of all, I want to start by saying I got hired when I was 12. All right, just to set the record straight on how old uh, <laughs> I actually am. But um, thank you for for laughing. Um, I uh, this I think it's I think I'm going to enter my 33rd year. I don't know. Wow. I, I hate to I hate to look at it, and especially you know I'm looking at you two, and I'm so I've been here longer than you guys are. How old you guys are? So um, <laughs> I started. Um, I started actually at Moravian right out of college as an assistant uh, softball and basketball coach. And um, I liked coaching, but I didn't know I, my passion. Uh, I, I thought I was going to go to law school uh, and uh, was planning on doing that after I graduated from college. But I took a couple of years off, got into coaching and then. Uh, loved it at Moravian and loved coaching and uh the head coach then uh left and and uh took another job and and I applied and the rest is history so I got (laughs) I, I first got hired as the women's uh basketball and softball coach and I coached both sports for uh five or six years and then um I uh Just slowly took over the the basketball program and and became women's uh, senior women's administrator moved into assistant athletic director then associate athletic director and then um current you know position as athletic director and continued on as the women's basketball coach so um uh just a little little blurb about myself and and obviously you know i i love being a greyhound and and love the community and and um uh, certainly have uh, enjoyed my time. Um, unfortunately, I did not go back to law school. I got my master's in, in sports uh, uh, administration. So um, uh, maybe someday I'll go back and get get my law degree.
0: There you go. I never actually do that. So that's kind of a, a fun fact about you. I didn't know that one. I always just anytime I hear Mary Marybeth Burke, I associate that with athletics and I think a lot <laughs> of our alums probably do. So that's kind of a neat little fun fact. So we are going to be talking about all things Greyhound athletics, especially with this spring and kind of all the changes that have happened Um and some of Mary Beth's exercise tips and that kind of thing and what she's doing right now for, during the COVID months. So I'm gonna turn it over to Justin to kick us off.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Amanda. And thanks so much, Mary Beth, again, for being here today. We're really excited uh, to have you. And I know all of our alumni and our viewers today are, are excited to, uh, to hear from you. Um, in starting off you know our conversation this afternoon, there was a lot of uncertainty and, and a lot looming over this past spring semester for not only collegiate athletics, but you know, certainly high school and in the professional um, realm as well. At what point did you specifically as athletic director and maybe some of your colleagues within the landmark conference really find that it was going to be pretty evident that sports were no longer going to be able to continue for the rest of the spring semester?
2: Well, you know, slow, there are a lot, there was a lot of stuff going on. And, and as, uh, you know, we heard, oh, maybe uh, we were going to uh, cut games down. And then it was, oh, uh, maybe we, we wouldn't have uh, championships. And, and it, it was all kind of unfolding. And it, it was almost, and I'll use the the word surreal. It was it was strange because things were happening, and um, you were just kind of holding your breath, hoping that it wasn't true. And somehow, you know, the the one week of uh, kind of stoppage was just going to be okay. And then two weeks, you're like, all right, we could deal with it. But then, and I think landmark the the landmark um, conference uh, as a whole was trying to hold on to the very end. And we were one of the last conferences to announce that that we weren't gonna play because uh we were again hoping that maybe we would we could have some sort of season um and you know uh it just was it was a shocking shocking uh, time to be in athletics and um, uh unfortunately uh it was it was difficult to to tell not only the athletes but more more importantly the seniors that you wouldn't get to to play your senior year.
1: And you know, speaking to that, especially for seniors, it was a big disappointment to certainly all of our athletes at, at the college, but particularly for the seniors. What were the reactions that not only you know you were getting in either email communications or I'm sure phone calls from um, from them? And well, how were the coaches equipped to handle that situation?
2: Yeah. Again, it was it was uh, just kind of shocking and and um surreal because the problem was we weren't we couldn't see each other and and so when you could see each other you could you could talk to each other and comfort each other and and um so we we number one we couldn't see the the uh the student athletes uh because they were sent home or some of them were home some weren't you know kind of thing um and it was hard for, for the coaches, you know, cause that's what they were used to doing and that's their livelihood and they're preparing, they had prepared for a couple months to, to compete. And, and, right. uh, you know, uh, uh, softball had just come back from Florida. They played 10 games and, you know, it, it was kind of crazy. So it was very, it was hard. It, it was really hard. And, you know, as a coach, I get it. You know, you're the practices are, are a grind and and the games are what's fun you want to play and compete and and the same goes for the players so I think it was hard uh on, on so many levels and I worry about you know mental health issues uh, not only for the players but coaches as well i mean it this is this is hard and and now now we've added on you know the the um, what's going on in the world now and and uh, the protests and and what and there's so much stuff happening that um you know, we really have to be cognizant of uh, emotional and, and mental health of, of our athletes and, and uh, coaches, as well as obviously not just us, but, but everybody out there.
0: I think you bring up a really important point right now, Mary Beth, and we had actually our last podcast was just with uh, Dr. Bob Brill and Alina Hay about kind of, you know, how do you cope right now? There's so much going on, but especially for some of these athletes and coaches that this is what these kids live for. I mean, this is what they came to college to do. I mean, obviously they're getting their education, but this is their passion and this is what they love. So to have that taken away with them, I think, you know, we all have to be really mindful of what their mental state is and making sure that they have the resources they need. So I'm sure you all as coaches and you know just as part of the administration are you know going to have to deal with that and what that's going to look like in the future too as we kind of start to progress what the next year looks like is probably going to have to be a big you know part of the
2: conversation as well so I think that's a important point to bring up. Absolutely and and you know the (laughs) you know the we don't get paid. The athletes are not getting scholarships, so there we have student athletes that that want to be here and they wanted they came to Moravian to compete and to play mm-hmm. and and again, obviously, to your point, to get a great education and and the whole experience. So um, yeah, when that's kind of removed, it, it it makes it it makes it really difficult. So um, it's coming back, and and how that's going to look coming back is is uh, we don't know to yet to be determined, uh, we're going to have to be very mindful of, of uh, their emotional emotional state. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Now, Mary Beth, with, um, you know, freshmen, sophomores, juniors, they all get to come back this fall and hopefully have a season or, you know, another year down the road have a season. But what about some of our seniors that, you know, graduated this year? Is there any opportunity for them to have another season or to participate in their teams in some capacity in the future?
2: Yeah, the uh, NCAA uh, passed a proposal and and uh, they gave every spring athlete a year back. So not just the wow. seniors. Um, it Potentially, uh, if uh, you're a, a freshman and you just lost your freshman season because you mm-hmm. didn't play it, you could g- come back and actually play four years. Um, so the NCAA did grant that. Now, having said that, it's expensive. So now you're, you're talking about coming back for, and paying for five years of, of education, but we do have a couple of uh, athletes that are gonna come back um, tentatively, you know, um, and, and play. Uh, and a couple of those are gonna uh, participate in our grad program, which is, which again, for me, I think that really makes sense. Um, if you're gonna get that fifth year, and, and why not, if you graduate, you know get your degree and then move on and go to, to grad school um that that makes great sense um you can you know get a second degree undergrad degree if you want it uh but again it's it it's it's possible so they can compete and and get that fifth year it's just the uh handling it financially yeah absolutely so they
0: could be enrolled in like the mba program or something yes. and playing that same year okay
2: Um, Right. So the NCAA wiped away, even like the softball players play 10 games, they wiped that away. They're still, they still get that year back in in any of the the spring sports. And, and actually they're talking about that for the fall. If, uh, depending on what happens in the fall uh, that they, there's a conference that's trying to push forward legislation that um, every athlete gets that this year back, no matter what uh, happens. So, tentatively, uh, let's just say uh, a soccer player, we only, um, we only play 10 games in soccer. So if you're a soccer player, uh, you could, you could be eligible for another year uh, to play, yeah. to compete. Again, that it's, you know, whatever, June 4th, it, we still have a long way to go to figure that yeah. out. But, uh, and, and I hope we don't have to do that. I hope we can compete the Uh, you know, fall season and, you know, the whole year, for that matter, next, you know, next next, uh, athletic year.
1: You know, speaking to situations being so fluid now, and, you know, even at this time, we're not sure, right, like, what's going to happen come the fall, for those seniors or players that get that additional year back, that's, you know, a great benefit to them, but for those students that are coming back, the college has released its initial reopening plans what do athletics look like at moravian for next year and you know particularly even the fall give us some like best case scenarios and and i guess worst case scenarios to that
2: um yeah i mean i wish i could tell you exactly what's happening but again that that's kind of moving and and uh i i i'm in i think i'm in a meeting or at least two or three meetings every day trying to answer that that question um You know, the plan is right now is that we are going to come back and compete. What that looks like is yet to be determined. Um, Our thought process is we start classes on the 24th. Uh, Normally, uh, we're coming back fall sporters, sport athletes are coming back somewhere in the 15th, August 15th, uh, 16th, 17th range, that they would still do that, um, have a preseason. Again, what does that look like? We don't know. Um, I just was talking to our, you know our doctor about um, starting off smaller and small groups and and then you know uh, moving along to putting uh, the team together so um, you know right now the plan is that we're gonna play and compete again what that is gonna look like uh, will be determined if we're still in the yellow phase are we in the green phase where where are we at um, in that respect but um you know, we're planning full steam ahead and, and trying to plan and, and of course talking about what is that gonna look like. It's gonna look um, you know, masks, taking care of ourselves, uh, hand washing, uh, our safety concerns, keeping a distance when we can travel. What does the travel look like? Uh there are a lot of lot of moving parts and it's it's very fluid, uh, because things that we decided yesterday, um, today that's not the case. So um you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's positive that it's not the case because it's getting better. Uh, So we, we're just hoping that people continue to practice, you know, healthy uh, hygiene and, and, um, you know, stay away and, and social distance. And, um, you know, once we get into the yellow, people don't go kind of crazy. And, and so keep it, you know, let let's stay what, do what we've been doing to to um put the you know the curve down and and um and then we could come back and and uh, continue to practice those things so it doesn't spike again right. um but i'm hoping that we'll be playing you know <laughs> again will it, will we have fans we don't know uh, right now probably not but but again maybe come uh, september 1st will be in the green and, and that'll look different.
0: Yeah. I think we're all keeping our fingers crossed that it works out <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> for and, the athletes, for the coaches, for even, you know, so many of our alums that are like diehard fans that are in, you know, those seats for all right. the games, you know, we hope that we can have everybody
2: there. Um, right. So. Yeah. You know, cause you know, Amanda, the, the fans change the game. Like, yeah I even comprehend you know my background here looking at the stadium you know just think about having a football game without anybody in those stands you know yeah. there'll there'll be a few of us clapping on the sidelines or we talked about you know um who's going to who's going to make a recording of booing and yelling <laughs> at the officials and you know all that kind of stuff um so yeah it's it's uh, yeah we want i mean that's part of uh, you know um our, our fan base is, is huge, our alums and, and community, you know, in Bethlehem and, and everything else. So um, it's going it, to, it's just going to be fluid and, and what it's going to look like. I hope it doesn't look like that, my background, but, um, you know, we, we will do the best we can. We remember the student athletes are why we are here. You know, mm-hmm. the students at Moravian are why we are here. And we want to uh, make sure we they're safe, and um, you know uh, we don't harm them. So we'll do whatever it takes to 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 be be safe.
0: Yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah.
0: I guess uh, we'll have to work on. To I know some of our uh, games are probably live streamed. You can watch them, you know, online or something like that. So we'll have to, you know, if we transition to that, looking into providing that information to everyone so that they can yeah. see it as. They
2: can. We are going to. We already have that in place. We are going to live stream every game. Any competition that we have moving forward is going to be live streamed. So you'll be able to. Um, I think probably. I'm not going to guarantee a golf a full golf round <laughs> or um, cross country. You guys follow them around all uh, the holes. <laughs> or the cross country because I'm not sure who's going to be you know holding the camera, running alongside some of our <laughs> our kids. Um, I know it won't be me, that's for sure.
0: Well, speaking of running and all of that, Mary Beth, uh, we have noticed that you've been posting on Instagram an awful lot. Uh, we we get to spot. See, the nice thing is Justin and I have access to the alumni Instagram account, so we get to see a lot more than what we see on our personal pages. So um, we have noticed that you've been doing some exercises with mom and dad with your dog Boomer, everybody, Mary Beth, doing the exercises. So, what is the Mary Beth Burke at home <laughs> exercise routine? What are you doing to kind of stay in shape, keep active, kind of during this time?
2: Uh, well, you know, I don't know that. Um, I, it began with uh, just kind of a fun thing for me, and and to make people smile a little bit, uh, just to exercise. Hey, let's give some people some things to do and make it fun and um, I challenged a couple of my players and, and that kind of thing and then one day my dog um, entered my picture and you know it, it was mayhem and then it became everybody was like whoa where's Boomer and then it became wait 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 what about me nobody was paying attention to me um, and then it, became, <laughs> it became kind of fun so I you know and then uh, my parents uh, I'm fortunate still to have my parents and I do little exercise routine with them and, and just to keep their legs moving and, and pumping. And, and uh, uh, I posted that one day and everybody loved that too. So I was like, Oh, geez, now, now it's about my parents. Like, again, what about me? But um, at that aside um, I think, you know, for all of us, it's, it's been hard. And we talked about that earlier emotionally and, and, and you want it and physically, you know, we're, we're in front of the computer a lot now because we're in a lot of zoom meetings and instead of face to face and, you know, most of my days, uh, I am in the office and, and sitting, but I'm up and about a whole lot, whether talking to other coaches, going out to watch a game, and then obviously during my practices, I'm, I'm up and down the court, and you're standing and moving, and, and you're feeling better. So for me, it's just about doing uh, something, and it's not, you know, I'm not running, uh, you know, five miles every day, and I'm not doing a, a lot of that stuff that people with, that are in better shape than I am my point I think was just to do anything, whether it's your body weight, whether it's 10 jump, jumping jacks, whether it's, you know, a couple of ups um, whatever you can do, because um, you'll feel better. And I think that's really the, the, my feel better about yourself. And if, if it includes your, your dog, which, you know, Boomer made it all exciting. It includes the dog. If it includes some of your kids it includes your kid, uh, you know, so really it it came down to just moving a little bit, do something, but, you know, I don't care. Uh jog up and down your driveway. Uh, do do whatever it takes. So uh appreciate that. You saw my my uh my it, it became a little bit bigger than what I expected, that's for sure. But uh it's been fun. It's really has been fun.
0: Yeah. Well it definitely brought a smile to Justin and I's <laughs> face. So I think what you were trying to accomplish worked, <laughs> yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I think that's so true. I mean, you know, even just for myself, just when I get to take the dog out for a walk because it's right. a nice day. You have time after work, you know, that's so, those days are so much better than, you know, when I'm sitting in at the computer. And I've noticed that, you know, Justin and I have talked about it too, of like, make sure you get up, like go walk around right. or something. You know, I I miss being on campus and getting to leave my office and walk across campus for a meeting instead of logging in on Zoom to, right. to talk to somebody. So. <laughs> You know not having that is definitely a change, I think, for all of us. You know, we right, gotta find absolutely. To, to do something to move. So, awesome, very cool. Well, before we wrap up here, Mary Beth, we ask all of our faculty and staff one question. So, I didn't prep you for this one, but I Uh-oh. think you'll be able to handle it. <laughs> so, what is your favorite thing about Moravian? What do you love about Moravian? What has made you stay here all this time? You know, what what is that one thing that you say "That's Moravian, and that's why I'm here.
2: Well, I, the first thing that, that popped into my head were, was uh, the people, and um, I, really, I really think the people are special. Um and, it, it's some, and that's what I really miss the most about not being on campus, and you know, you said it, you, know, walk getting up and, and seeing. and um, the people are just kind and i i I try to 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 be kind and tell my team that and tell tell anybody I'm in contact with you know think about before you speak and be kind to each other and I think that's at Moravian that's the sense I get um, sure are there you're going to have bad days and and you know maybe uh hey, you get frustrated a little bit, but um I think for me staying at Moravian all these years ha- have been the people. I've been really fortunate to work with some really great people, some really great student athletes uh that I'm still, you know, 30 years later uh still friends with and keep in touch with. Um and you know, it, from the president on down, um it's it's just a inviting place and and uh I've been lucky uh to be able to be here for that for this long. So um, I guess that's my answer. It's kind of, you know, it, it's not very specific, but um, that's what popped in my head immediately.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think I think a lot of us that have been around for some time, we all know that
2: feeling and we all
0: appreciate that feeling. So I think that's definitely an important piece of what makes Moravian, Moravian. You know, that's, that's definitely part of it. So, Well, Mary Beth, thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Um, I know all of our viewers are going to enjoy seeing and hearing from you if they aren't watching you on Instagram. Now they can watch you (laughs) here on our podcast. So so thanks for joining us. Uh, You know, best of luck with the fall season and everything. We're keeping our fingers crossed and hoping that everything goes well, that our athletes can come back, our our coaches can be coaching them, the fans can be in the seats. You know, we're going to be hoping that that's where we're going and, and hope that we can all be there to watch. So Thanks for yeah. your time for today, and uh,
2: we'll see you. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Hopefully, thank you. Appreciate it. Ooh. Go hounds. Go hounds. <laughs> see you guys. Thanks for watching see another there. episode of I, Houndcast. Bye guys. <laughs>